0: I'm gonna either win 388 games or I'm gonna win 389. Either one of them throw me over the hump or nothing. <laughs> unless, unless something happens to Joe today. Ain't happened to Joe today. Step by step. We told our boys you gotta crawl before you can walk, and you gotta walk before you can run. We can't just start running immediately. Horn drum I've never seen anybody that lived in Tallahassee that didn't love Tallahassee.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Tribeaholics. We are minus one co host today. Christian is not able to join us. He had some previous stuff that he has to take care of. He's really busy this week. Um, tried to fit in for him to make it work, but unfortunately, not going to be able to happen. So, As you guys can see, we have a special guest with us tonight, the founder of No Game Day, Logan Robinson, joining myself as well as my other co-host, Ben Stana. Logan, what's going on, brother? I know it's been a busy week for you.
0: Gentlemen, it feels good to be here once again back on here, and this time with this guy with long red Hair, uh, half of his face, almost all of his body's out of the webcam. We'll work on that. But it feels nice to be invited back here again. Always appreciate you all support. Y'all are always in the Discord, too. So always happy to jump on here and definitely drink up a little bit, too. Um, don't really get to do that on our show that much because I have to deal with Nate and Dustin and all those in Austin. So it feels nice to be away from them and enjoy some time with the boys and drink, actually. I'm, I love drinking. And so it's perfect to be on here with you guys. And we got a, bit, a lot to talk about tonight. A lot to talk about.
1: Ben, how you doing, buddy? I know Logan just gave you a bunch of shit. So uh, I- I'm waiting for a little shit talking to come from your mouth at some point this episode.
2: <laughs> nah, I'm all right. I got to finish the test I got after this. But I slept till six o'clock yesterday. So I'm well rested. You know, I'm feeling
0: good. <laughs> That, that 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 is so weak. That is so weak. Oh, God, <laughs> I'd like to see
2: you sleep till six o'clock in one day. <laughs> no, here's the deal, yo, Ben.
0: Yo. You, you got to wake up, buddy. You got to wake up. Do what like like I did. I I decided to graduate uh, this semester and be done with it. Let's let's amp it up a little bit. Yeah, have big, some fun big, with this. Grab big a beer, to you, baby.
2: Yeah, but I got two more semesters. I gotta find my wife. I gotta, <sighs> I gotta prolong it. <laughs>
0: Will one have as long as hair as you do? Or have you figured that out yet? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know in <laughs> Alabama. I don't know what you're going to find. Uh, but
1: like Logan was saying, um, we're a drinking podcast. We drink. We talk Florida State. So what is, what is everybody sipping on, guys? We ask this at the beginning of every show. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube or on Facebook, go ahead and comment in the section. Let us know what you guys are drinking on. If you're drinking along with us. If not, no big deal. Um, myself, I've got um, back to the you know old old you know faithful here in the in the Bud Light Tall Boys, something I go with pretty much every single week on the show. But what do you guys got going for us tonight,
0: Ben? Please go, ladies first. All right, A or B? I got two options for us. Uh, admit right, what you first, just please. had in your hand. It's not right. vodka. Just go
1: with A. Got a natural
2: light. Very nice beer. Okay, Natural. That's fine.
0: Nice. I was about I think to say that's one of
1: Logan's favorite. Or is it? Or is it Natty Light? Or not? Not it's it's, it's ice. Natty Ice that Logan. Yeah, right. Natty, there. natty Ice.
0: Yeah, I don't do the sissy <laughs> Natty Light stuff. We take it to a different level. Not all of the us are
2: alcoholics, Logan. <laughs>
0: I know. I wish I could change my webcam, but if I were to get this off the thing, then I would just completely have to fix that for the next week. But uh, right now, I don't even, I just found something random. Usually, my friends will bring random shit over to the house when we're watching fight nights or football i'm drinking a c grams escapes i have no idea what the hell this is i have zero clue what the f it is but i needed something alcohol related to drink it's way too sweet i hate sweet things i hate sweet drinks um and then when we get desperate when we start talking about the gators and speaking of desperate the recruiting class i've got on some uh wine if we run I through these secret
2: brand yeah uh really fancy <laughs> i went all out
0: for you guys so i appreciate it I we appreciate love it baby hey you know
1: nothing like a ten dollar you know big bottle of wine you, you can never go wrong with that i'm a is cheap what bastard
2: christian brought you is that what christian bought you after your utah spread hit? i don't know i still gotta i still gotta get my bottle
1: from christian i forgot about that that was a nice bet so um yeah look at our other co-host christian i bet i don't even remember what it was um utah but, spread. Oh, it was the utah spread um last week against oregon and i won so i get a bottle of wine from from our other co-host so pretty pumped about that good for you
0: the best part of getting the wine man and i can't even bet anymore hard rocks screwed me now i can't even do anything i got a bookie for you
2: offshore is costa rica baby (laughs) oh yeah
0: (laughs) let me give it a shot it's probably for the best because i was kind of starting to get a little addicted
2: (laughs) ben i
1: don't i don't think that that's something you should put out there, you know, like on a live stream or anything, <laughs> you know, your IP is associated with, you know, your computer. so
2: It is a hundred percent legal at <laughs> the FBI. I promise. There's no need to investigate. At I only, FBI. Be, I won't, I only FBI. bet like $1 parlays. I am not making money. I'm losing money. You do not need to stop me. <laughs> yeah. Ben, Ben's not
1: the greatest at that. So, um, with well, that being said, guys, let's jump into uh some normal, uh sports, man. We got a bunch to go over, specifically uh football stuff later in the show. But let's start off with the Lady Knowles, man. Hell of a job. Was it last night? Um, yeah, last night, uh the Lady Knowles bringing home sure, the actually. third national two nights ago, third national championship. Um, great stuff. 2014, 2018, and now 2021. Um, amazing stuff, and that puts us in second all time in, in women's soccer championships behind North Carolina, which has like twenty something. So twenty-one, um, a long way to go. Long way to go for that one. Um, so we'll, we'll eventually catch up or, or whatever. But I mean, we defeated BYU. They were talking about BYU. It seemed like a lot of what happened last year when the, the renouncers the were just talking about Santa, talking about Santa Clara. Now they're just talking about BYU, showing BYU and all the BYU's fans and whatever. But. That's God. fine. We we're hated on in every sport, which is completely okay. Question. But
2: yeah. Do you think their whole team was married to one guy?
0: <laughs> the whole team? Yeah. I don't know. I,
1: I I mean if the goalies in it, if the goalie's like involved, then I'm cool <sighs> with it. She she's very attractive. Uh redhead goalie over there for BYU. Whoa, um, don't talk about really Ben like it. that. He kind of <laughs> looks like me. <laughs>
0: yeah, don't talk about Ben like that on the show already. We're only eight minutes in.
1: Um, but you, you Zhao Zhao um, named most outstanding offensive player for the Women's World Cup. Christina Roke obviously named best or most outstanding player on the defense for the women's um college world cup as well. And then Jalen Howell just named uh, Mac Herman award finalist. So a lot of awards going on for the ladies, but anything, any takeaways from that? I don't know if you guys were able to catch any parts of
2: that game or not, but uh, any takeaways from the soccer game? I was watching bingo or playing bingo, but I put the PKs on. <laughs> hey, I won, I won stuff, but I was, I was playing bingo and I put the penalties on on my phone. There are some pretty world-class penalties, confidence, upper 90, just they knew where it was going. They knew we were going in and there are some really shitty ones. Like like our second one like, or our third one, like the fuck was that? I mean, she, she should be ashamed of that, but she's a national champion, so you know her teammates got her back because it was a really bad penalty. Yeah, we'll,
0: really just, ag- we'll just ignore you're playing bingo while you're in college. Hey, I won!
2: I won a Budweiser shirt. I'll pull it up. Real uh, worried at all though? Real uh, worried
1: at all though? Like after last year going to PKs and then losing four to one at PKs and then and then coming Not back bad. to
0: it. Yeah, I was little. I was looking back at last year and that was so disappointing, and I think the team really knew that they had such a good chance to leave with the national championship. And I think determination this season, the way they played, and now you go in, you get into the same exact situation and, you know, you respond. And I mean, Florida state's goalie beast. I mean, phenomenal, obviously uh, deserve that MVP after the game. And, you know, that was really fun to be able to talk to you guys in the discord and celebrate a little bit this bring home a national championship don't get to say that much anymore but these women's teams are phenomenal um and they deserve all the recognition they'll be getting the best we got yeah. and all we have
2: someone <laughs> put a link in the discord for, like a football school shirt and i was like that's cool and all but i will get i will get made fun of if i wear that in public <laughs> like, be yeah. like i that yeah, You also best. live in yeah.
1: alabama so not what you could <laughs> do there <laughs> um but shout, shout out um you know to the lady Knowles, awesome stuff they're gonna continue to keep fucking crushing it as long as uh coach coach Corian, excuse me coach Corian is still there at the helm for, for the lady Knowles, gonna keep bringing in this talent um from even outside the states you know we've got all these different players from all over the place and they play for their national team so great stuff there and ben Let's start your rant, buddy, because we're going to be talking FSU Hoops, losing our most recent game here to Syracuse by, I think it was three points, <laughs> um, not a great overall game, a lot of struggles from a lot of different areas. I'm not real sure where the where the team is headed. Um, hopefully, you know, this week off of, you know, games until Sunday, uh, you know, pays off and we're able to get back on track. But Go ahead, Ben, I'll, I'll let you take the lead on this one.
2: I don't even know where to start. You know, we we watched us play Penn and we kicked the fuck out of their asses. It was bad. And I was like, damn, we've got a really good team. And then we just went downhill. Like, we got our asses kicked by Florida, who's not good. They just lost to an 0 7 Texas Southern School at home by 17. We were four for 30 from the field against Syracuse on our home court to tie the ACC home winning streak record like four days after we got fucking ran off the court versus Purdue where we're like, okay, well, they are like 10 minutes of flashes where he looks good. I don't know. It's just kind of embarrassing. Wyatt Wilkes is still playing a significant minutes, and so is Preeto. I'm like, do you want to win games? Like we do not it, – it's concerning because we, we say we're young, right? Everyone's like, all right, we're a young team. We got to mesh in, mesh in jail. Well, that's not an issue for all the other young teams in the country. Like Duke went out and beat Gonzaga. Alabama was shit three years ago. They just came out. They won the SEC championship and then just beat fucking Gonzaga on our neutral court while getting hosed on officially wise. And we're out here blowing 10 point leads in the second half of Syracuse because we're shooting open threes. We can't make free throws and we're over helping on defense. Like, Are we, are we practicing? Like, what are we doing? Because we can't make shots. We can't make free throws. The defense seems, I guess, aggressive almost over-aggressive, not lazy, but just like someone's always open to shoot from three, and I'm like, I don't really understand what's changed in the past couple of years. And it's not just an issue this year, because you look over the off season and we saw recruiting, and it was kind of – we got fucked over in some certain areas, but then we also just whiffed on some guys, which was pretty embarrassing. And then it goes back to last year where we had two chances to clinch the ACC regular season, and then we probably should have beat that Georgia Tech team. They were not good. And then we make the Sweet 16 because <laughs> we beat a pedestrian Buffalo team like we should, or Colorado Buffalo team like we should have, and then Michigan just runs us the fuck out of the gym. A whole week to prep, and that's how we come out. I don't know. I I love him, but but I'm concerned because it it appears that the departure of Dennis Gates about two years ago was about what time we stopped closing out on big games. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. It seems like almost the veterans aren't. Showing up when they need to, it's really not even. They don't really have to show up. It just right. got to get into a rhythm. They've lost everything. They've lost the rhythm. It almost feels like Jalen, Worley, from the beginning of the season, was didn't feel the most comfortable. He didn't want to shoot at all. But now he seems to be one of the most comfortable guys on the floor. That's wearing Florida State. That's wearing a Florida State uniform. And that's what Leonard Hamilton a couple of weeks ago talked about in a post game interview. That I mean, his veterans have got to start showing up, or you know, that's just not going to help because you're just relying was- on younger guys.
2: It's hard to get to right. rhythm, and that's, I
1: remember, I remember him saying that, and he came out and said, veterans got to step up, they got to play better. And then you come out and you give up a 10-point lead, like Ben Ben was saying, to Syracuse. And probably one of the worst players that you're seeing on the floor at that point is probably polite, um, just very loose with the ball, not playing you know, very focused at all, in my opinion. And where was the plight we saw last year that had all the confidence of the world? We're not seeing that out of him this year i picked him as like my preseason guy you know who's gonna be able to lead a team and he's not doing it he's Um, not a star guys are
2: right he's a role which i which i understand
1: and then but like malik obviously you know is not a star player either but you know you start seeing teams be able to lock in on him because they understand that we're trying to go go into him and then it takes him out of the game because they're coming over bringing a double forcing him to give the ball up and forcing other players to make a play
2: I think Polite thrives when he doesn't have to be the guy. He's like the perfect sixth man that starts. He's out there. He does his job. He gets buckets when you need him to. But he's not a type of guy that just thrives under the pressure and can get you a basket anytime and can be the guy that leads the team. So we don't doesn't have Turk anymore. We don't have Boston in the paint anymore. You don't have – most of he you have last year that we lost. He don't have Scotty to, like, leave the charge. You know, he's he's kind of trying to – he's having to take that step and he's struggling, which – is like we don't have enough talent around him for him to thrive in the role he's good at. Because aside from like Cleveland, Warley, and Malik, like what real and Mills, what real talent do we have on this team? We got like four really good guys, I think. Mm-hmm. And we're not even an untalented team. Like we're too talented to be playing this bad basketball, which is kind of like,
1: and I, and I think that'll get kind of right righted ship as the season goes along. Guys are going to start getting more comfortable playing along with each other. And I think this, like I said before, this week up into leading up until the South Carolina game on Sunday, um, I, I think there's a lot that Ham can start putting together to get these guys more comfortable or start fitting, you know, their lineups together better to where they'll mesh to create better offensive possessions or be able to mesh better on the defensive side of the ball and not be, you know, too overly aggressive or just you know, lackadaisical or whatever it may be. Um, so hopefully this week, we, this week will do it. Um, I'm concerned moving forward, um, but I'm not ready yet. You know, it's still very early on the season. That was one ACC game. We still have yet to reach actual ACC play.
2: And to be honest with you, the ACC doesn't look all that strong right now. That's um, the issue. To say that I wanted to bring that up because ACC is really bad. So I looked at the NET rankings They came out, which is like the big factor the committee uses. We're 77th in NET today. So if the tournament started today, we're not making it. We're 0 and 2 in our quadrant one games, both for blowouts. We're 0 and 0 in our quadrant two games. We're three and one in our quadrant three games, with Syracuse being that terrible loss in the quadrant three. And we're four and one or four and 0 in quadrant four. So we have no good wins and a bad loss. We don't really have any opportunities for good wins because I I feel like Duke's going to run us out of the gym twice. Louisville probably will beat us, although they are not great either. UNC has size on us. If we lose the UVA, I'm never watching another game because they are atrocious at the sport. <laughs> 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 who, who That's my point. Is, like, I, I'm concerned going forward because we had expectations like you know we could be a three seed to four seed. Now it's like we're already a bubble team according to the, the top bracketologist. He has us as a ten seed and one of the I think that the last four by sections. So we're not last four in, we're last four by. So when lose another game, you're playing in the play-in have like a twelve seed, twelve v twelve to get in the field of sixty-four. Who's ready for
0: some more Florida State basketball? I'm excited. <laughs> Thank you for that, for that uh, rundown because I'm definitely excited to watch Florida State face Lipscomb uh, and the next time in the tuck. I mean, but I was just kind of joking there. I mean, definitely 120% sarcastic. It stinks. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. It was kind of like the getaway drug uh, from the football season to see Florida State basketball. <laughs> kill it and do their thing and i'm not i think it's definitely really really early i think literal hamilton is a really good coach i mean he's he's proven that um i just think he he's in a spot where his job is this is one of the hardest he's had to go like classes he's had to go through in a long while with just so many young guys so many transfers and trying to get all that to mesh i don't think he was expecting to lose so many guys last year and so I think it's a little early, early, but you know, right now it's not. You know, I, I see people on Twitter mad that Florida State fans aren't in the talk, and I understand that. You know, um,
2: I wouldn't be ball, mad if ball. no one showed up next year after the way we played last week. <laughs> I wouldn't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely. That's what I say. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's It's <laughs>
1: it's the the same thing though like it's the same thing with football right if we're not playing well people aren't going to show up so like it's it's just Florida State fandom at its best you know like it's at its best and then it's at its worst when you're good they're everywhere when we're bad yeah the good
2: news is Ham always finds a way to prove me wrong whenever I have my doubts so there's slight confidence going forward but there's definitely a lot of room for concern and if Things continue to stay the same or they don't improve at all at the end of the season. I wouldn't be opposed if he made a run at Gates and see what he brings to the table. Just lock him up for the future because he's going to get a big time job soon because he's killing it at Cleveland State. He knows how to run Florida State. Like, if you know, if if Ham is obviously declining, which I, I don't think he is, but if it shows that he is after progressing last year and then regressing all throughout this year. I don't think it's far fetched that we make a run to get Gates and just secure him for a couple years and see what he can do for us. I don't think you go that far quite yet. Um, I I think you still
1: let him, you know, try and figure it out, Um, which is fine because he has in the past, you know, there's many rough years that we've gone through with coach Ham, And you remember the whole thing where everybody was on Twitter, fire, coach Ham, you know, fire ham, the hashtag and all that bullshit or whatever. And then, you know, here we are, probably about to win a national, probably on our way to win a national championship in 2020 before COVID hits, and you know everybody's on the bandwagon. Him. Yeah, and everybody's on the bandwagon, loving him, loving what he's doing. And then as soon as you see a little bit of, you know, drop off uh, from the basketball team, it, it it just kind of comes right back on him, which is understandable. You're the head coach; you got to take it. But um, there's a lot of aspects and and things that go into it that are out of his control. Um, mainly being, it's a, pretty much a whole new team besides two players. Um, it, it's pretty much what it is. So,
2: yeah, he's got um, to. It, he's got to stop with that. Wyatt yeah. Wilkes and Prieto don't even minutes. You play your best seven, maybe eight. Well, I think, I think, I think Prieto deserves Wilkes minutes. In all honesty, well, Wilk Prieto deserves scholarship and just the oxygen that Wilkes breathes. Like Wilkes should not be walking this planet. For what, like, if Wilkes <laughs> went out there next week and he snapped both his ankles, that would be the most productive most helpful thing he's done for this team all year.
1: Yeah. And I know Logan doesn't necessarily pay attention to as much hoops as uh, necessarily Ben or I, or his, his uh, counterpart there at no game day in VZ. So got kind of a quiet, uh, quiet yeah, that's over why there. I surround so, myself
0: uh, around the experts I surround myself around the experts. They do their <laughs> thing. Um, you know, football might be about 90% of my brain and then 10% comes basketball and, you know, I've been to a good amount of them already this season, so I'm proud of myself, pat myself on the back. Yeah, you and Logan that. had a
2: basketball day last year.
0: Yes, we did. Uh, yeah, you, you tried true. to get you tried to get me to go drink with you and uh, you use that joke when you
2: went with Dustin. You use the joke every time.
0: Well, now I'm using it on it you. I
2: can say like Wilkes does not deserve to die for playing bad. I know that's just not that's not what I meant. I just don't <sighs> like him. <laughs> I wanted to clarify that because that sounded really bad
0: yeah now now I'm canceled yeah. now now this is gonna be all gonna get canceled Ben's getting canceled I, I scared my right.
2: ankle injury if he get, if he hurt his ankle that, back, that, was, my,
0: uh, <laughs> that was my biggest
1: worry about bring, bringing Ben on onto the show and, and being one of my co
2: It was like uh, am I gonna really you know tiptoe the line like, <laughs> the worst thing I've said was like the worst thing I've said was when I called McKinsey Milton pay like Pete okay that's the worst <laughs> that's the worst we've gotten to yet Egg, leg, Pete, Yeah,
1: that, that <laughs> was pretty bad. Yes. Um, but with that, boys, let, let's keep it moving here. Let's get into what everything is going on in the Twitter world, all over the internet, everywhere. And that is uh, the football atmosphere of the world right now. And shit's going crazy. Uh, but just another quick accolade for Jermaine Johnson, um, being named ESPN, ESPN and CBS Sports First Team All-American. Dude's been doing it all year, racking up the accolades. but. This is huge. Um, this is something you can point to uh, in the transfer portal. Something you can point to in recruiting. Uh, and, and I absolutely love it for him. Man, dude deserves nothing but all the accolades that he's getting.
0: Absolute beast. He's deserved it. He came in as a leader too. Not only just really, you know, wanting to do things from his own self and being getting ready for the NFL. I mean, he came in and did everything. And I think Norvell and them have a close connection. It was fun. It was nice listening to him. Um. after whenever he won the defensive player of the year in the ACC, getting to listen to him and talk about how, you know, at first he wasn't even planning on coming to Florida state. He laughed at it and said, there ain't no way in hell I'm going to Florida state. And he ignored a few phone calls from there along with uh, Mike Norvell. And then finally, after like the third call, he answered and said, Hey, I'm uh, you know, listened and listened to Norvell and it completely switched his mind. And it seemed to be a pretty easy pick after that, after he talked to Mike Norvell and it, worked out to be a perfect tandem and both of them, um, you know, I, I think Jermaine Johnson has a really bright future, definitely in the league. And he's, he's got, you know, all these kind of mock drafts of him going in the first round and there's a lot of good defensive ends going in this draft. Um, and so, you know, even if he goes later, it just doesn't go, it doesn't put any you know, kind of hit on him just because it's sure there's a lot of good talent this year. And so Jermaine, it came in leader, Performed on the field, we all know that. But I think the biggest thing watching him at practices and the ways that he was helping develop these younger guys behind him was really special to watch. You don't see that a lot. We haven't seen that in the last couple of years. Like last three to four years, you just leadership kind of fell off. But for a first year guy, first couple months guy coming in and being a leader that Florida State needed on defense and to have the have the performance that he had this season was extremely special to watch, and he'll but forever did, go down in that history. Was at huge, missing
1: on that, especially on on that side of the ball. You know, on the defense side of the ball, you are talking about leadership, Logan. Um, I, I think we've missed that for probably two or three years now. We haven't necessarily had that guy that's been able to lead, um, not only on the field but in the locker room and, and off the field as well, and just doing it in in a classy way. And the way that he does it has been huge, and that's exactly what we needed.
2: Yeah, if I ever saw him in public, I would just go give him a big hug and say thank you. And just leave him (laughs) speeches, dude. Like, what the fuck was that kid doing? He would have no clue. That's just what I'd do. I wouldn't say anything else and just leave and he'll think about it for the rest of his life.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, he great. He deserves it. And he'll he's just gonna continue to rack him up and I'm interested to see who is gonna dial in on him and try to get a steal because if he goes late then that's a steal. Chargers, yeah. Yeah. Chargers, yeah, <laughs> of wish. course, Ben. You ben wants
1: every normal <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Everyone imaginable. So you want would you have taken Dontavious Jackson? Is that what you're saying, Ben?
2: He would or have been the a great Kalen Brooks. man the K- Great hype man.
0: Good hype the man. man. The the Kalen Brooks will make
2: a great water boy for the team.
0: I have no comment. That's <laughs> not my place to no yeah. comment on that any further.
2: Yeah, I was confused when I saw this right. preparing for the yeah. NFL draft. I was like, I was like, the what? Hey man. I, I, hey, I hope. Knows, I wish him <laughs> the best. That would be the greatest fucking thing ever if he fucking went out and made the NFL. Hey, I it
1: about. could happen. You never know. Yeah, yeah, no we are all rooting for you, to Kalen
2: If you're watching us,
0: absolutely for sure.
1: <laughs> we are. We root for those. Um,
2: and some news that don't popped know. off today: we don't for DeAndre Francois. We don't root for them or Josh Griffiths. <laughs>
1: Those three we don't report. You might be the worst fan
2: out there, dude, I swear. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think bad players are shitty people. DeAndre french was a of both. Mackenzie Milton's a bad person. Josh Griffith was both.
1: Oh, Lord. Uh, but some new- news that popped off today. Uh, former Florida State linebacker coach uh, Chris Barve is headed to Virginia Tech to be their new defensive coordinator, and as well, as on top of that, Randy Shannon has been promoted to the on-field position of the linebackers coach. As we have seen throughout you know, the beginning of this week, he has been on the road recruiting. Everybody's had kind of an itch and inkling that he is going to be taking that spot, and everybody came out to be correct in that. Your, your guys' thoughts on that, first off, I want to say I am – you know, tremendously happy for Chris Marv, you know, going and getting a, a huge promotion like that to a defensive coordinator position, especially at a place like Virginia Tech. That is awesome for him. Um, and we can speak on, you know, what he did here a little bit as well. I think he's a great coach on the field. Not necessarily the best recruiter. Um he water to a bro. <laughs> some things oh, that he, he couldn't necessarily do with, with recruits, but coach. um he – He's a a great on-field coach. I I think he does a great job on the field. But Randy Shannon coming in um, as well, you know, his pedigree with recruiting. And he excelled mostly as a linebackers coach, which kind of built his pedigree into becoming a defensive coordinator and a head coach later on in his career. So just your guys' thoughts on, on, you know, losing Marv to Virginia Tech and, you know, Randy being, you know, or Randy replacing him in in his former
0: role. Ben, go ahead.
2: It's the perfect job for Mard because he can, he can coach those guys up. He's really good at doing that. But the recruiting expectations aren't really as high as they are at Florida State, Alabama, Miami, Florida, Georgia, Clemson, all those big-time schools. So I think he's going to do a really good job there. And once he maybe – you know, he's only 32, so if he gets those ties and learns how to recruit, I think he'll, he'll, he'll take another step up later in his career. And, um, man, I wish Christian was here. Talk about Randy Shannon because Caleb and Christian would just go at it. They, <laughs> they are very indifferent on the hire. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, that's something
1: um, that Christian brought up. He doesn't necessarily agree with my take on that. You built his pedigree from being a linebackers coach, but that's pretty much how he made his name as as a coach to get him to a DC spot. And so, like that, you can't say and you know say that that's not what happened. So Shannon um, will help in Miami absolutely. Um, exactly. I think it's going to help tremendously um, in, in the South Florida recruiting, which we obviously need help. That's kind of been one of our, our points for, I think pretty much every fan out there or analyst like yourself, Logan, is that we need, we need to get into South Florida a little bit more. You know, we're obviously doing a great job outside of South Florida um, and across the country as a whole, but I think Randy Shannon is going to help tremendously in that aspect for us moving forward.
0: Yeah, no, I think to go back to Chris Marv real quick. He, I think the recruiting thing was definitely a toll and, that FSC Twitter went after him about, and that's understandable. And, you know, that's not where his true, true strength is, and that's being an on-field coach for his his unit. And I think now uh, we put a piece out a couple of weeks ago about him being listed on the NFL Network as being one of the up-and-coming coaches that will eventually have a role there in the NFL. And, you know, kind of – that's why it wasn't too much of a shock to me, I think, for the outsiders looking in. Uh, definitely shocked by it, but he's extremely smart, young, like you had just mentioned, Caleb. And um, I, I think he has had a great relationships with these players at FSU. And I do think too, some might be 50, 50 on it. I think some might inside that locker room might be really excited that Randy Shannon is now taking that role and they respect Randy Shannon a lot. That's some of the things that I've been hearing this week that, you know, some of their decisions are going to be made were going to be made on who was going to be hired at that linebacker room because as we've seen, we've had a handful we've seen a handful of Florida State linebackers hit that portal, and right now it is extremely thin, and some of them are still just, still wanting to decide if they're going to stick with Florida State. Did they hit the transfer portal? Or are they going to maybe have a potential to look at the league all up in the air? but I will say there's a lot of respect um and excitement for a few guys that want to see randy shannon take over that unit and definitely recruiting wise it's going to help a lot there's a reason why he was brought in as an analyst in the first place um to kind of help in certain ways you know there's all kinds of rules and here and there's and all that but whenever you got to see randy shannon out there uh recruiting this week we knew that there was a move in the works um but recruiting wise it should help because florida state you know, going into this week, next week, I mean, you got early signing day and there's still uh, another cat out there that Florida State, you know, might, might have committed to another school in Florida, but I don't think it's over yet for him. And I think Florida State has a really good game plan for what Randy Shannon needs to do, because that unit has been recruiting wise. has just been kind of pitiful. You got Omar Graham coming next season, but you got a lot of work to do there. Randy, good luck.
1: Yeah, that's probably the biggest takeaway is what are we going to do with that linebacker room? Uh, we'll probably talk about it later when we're talking recruits Hopefully and transfers brother. and everything because because we're gonna have to we're gonna have to hit it hard. Um, we're gonna have to hit it hard, especially in that area of the defense. So um, huge shout outs to Chris Barf, like you were mentioned, Logan. I didn't know all that uh, that he was named you know one of those up and coming coaches that is going to be you know maybe into the NFL one day or anything. But like when, when we hired him um, or when Mike Mike brought him in to be our linebackers coach. We knew what we were getting, right? We're, we're getting a hype man, a, a guy that's coming in, and he's going to put in the work on the field. We didn't necessarily – you know, we didn't think right off the bat he was going to be a recruiter. Um, that wasn't something that, you know, stood out to us when we hired him. So it's we not very surprising to see him. Nothing. We thought he would be a little bit better than he was. We, I, I can agree with that, Ben. Yes. <laughs> yes, we can agree on that. But that's not something we, we looked forward, you know, with him coming into the program. We needed – production at the linebacker position and that would have happened from you know i mean randy obviously had a hand in it too being an analyst a, as well especially in the linebacker room I, I think i saw a tweet earlier from um K, uh, from Kalen's dad rob um deloge coming out there and saying that uh randy definitely had a hand in, in the way that he was able to perform this year but i mean all, all props to marv too because marv has the most hands-on aspect of those linebackers so Um great job for him. I I wish him nothing but the best at BT. Hopefully he's able to, you know, continue rising up, you know, those ranks to be able to get to the level that he wants to get to. But um a huge position for him. I think it's awesome. And I'm super pumped for Randy Shannon. Um, I know a lot of people, I mean especially Christian, saying he's been fired from every every spot he's been in, blah 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 blah. This, that. We get it. All right. It's Randy Shannon, he's been fired as a DC, he's been fired as a head coach, he's been whatever. Yeah, he's inspired
2: um, but, as a linebacker's coach.
1: Exactly. That's exactly my point. Exactly. He's now a linebacker's coach, which is where he comes from. You know, it's his roots. That's where he's ground in. So I'm pretty pumped to see what Randy's uh, going to do, especially when it comes to recruiting down in South Florida. Looking forward to that.
2: Yeah, if we don't win every five-star from South Florida. Huh? If we don't win every five-star from South Florida, there's an issue.
0: Ben's done. He's gonna turn off the TV and that's all she wrote. <laughs> He's leaving the Discord. Ben
1: says every five star. If we don't get every five star linebacker, it's over. No, We're play. I want a
2: twenty two man class of five stars. I don't care what position.
0: <laughs> oh man, what are we gonna do with you? Not, not gonna Eight? happen. Not gonna happen, Ben. I'm sorry. It could start building. It could start building next week. We'll see. It could start building. Okay.
1: Good and Logan, Logan's got some hush hush that we won't necessarily talk wow. about, so wow. that makes me think <laughs> of yeah. on, to, on to the next controversial topic of Florida State athletics, and that is the athletic director search <laughs> that has been an up and down mm. roller coaster of emotions and feelings and thoughts and ideas on the whole thing. Mm. Um, but I guess the notion is is that we are gonna end up hiring um, Vince Tyra, um, Louisville Athletic Director. I think Louisville waived the clause today, um, saying that you know he can't go to another ACC school. Um, yeah, yeah. I want to hear Logan's thoughts. I want to hear Logan's first because he's probably the most informed on, on who Vince Tyra is as a person. But not only that, but what he might be able to bring to the table and what you know Louisville thinks of him and what he was able to do there.
0: He's a total piece of, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding there. Um, Just some notes that I've been given to kind of, because I I saw Twitter, I got to see the discord and everybody's not so happy about it. And that's understandable because you could have grabbed the guy from Alabama who had Florida state ties alum. Um, And that definitely totally made sense there. And also, I think, too, I was on the same wave of feeling like this was kind of rushed. You know, Coburn said he was going to take his time. He was going to call it quits after the spring semester. So, Florida State had a lot of time here. But you also kind of understand Florida State's point of view where they kind of would like to get things turning. But it seems like they were on um, on their target here. Talking about uh, a little bit about him here is that, you know, he, he's very high on the on uh director's cups um
2: i'm gonna be honest i don't care about directors' cups as long as we're good at football or basketball
0: yeah uh he's got a really good booster base and that's the one thing that if he can work well with alfred then that combines a really good two-headed monster there uh louisville was second or third in revenue behind florida state and clemson in the acc i don't think a lot of people Knew that um, something to really take a note of there. Um, just seems like, like I said earlier, just just seems weird that it's a little rushed. Um, Alfred, from what I was told, felt co- what felt fine with staying as that booster CEO role. I, mean, I think they kind of approached him and asked him on what he wanted to do and. Um, he he said he'd rather stay in his realm of what he does best. And I think that works best with adding Tyra in there, uh, to kind of combine both of them, but (sighs) big business guy. I mean, he knows how to bring revenue in. Uh, he is football focused though, from what I've heard. I know a lot of people don't think it that way. And we got to see Louisville fans kind of have hissy fits here and there. But the main thing that they were having hissy fits about is because they weren't focused on basketball. I mean, that's Louisville that that is basketball. And the one thing that he was doing was putting a lot of his focus towards football. So I was told from internally what people were hearing there, that he's, he's focused on the football side of things, which is obviously going to make Florida state fans happy to hear. Um, we'll talk about it a, a lot more tomorrow. Cause I'm trying to still get some more Intel on him, but, um for right now this isn't a hire where it's a i just don't think it's a five ten year it's just you're just not a guy that's going to be here for too long you're just not ready for that yet until you're packing stadium sellouts after sellouts until you get to that point and you're not going to be able to go after these big big dogs yet and that's that's kind of the feeling right now um and Florida State did well enough with keeping Coburn for what it was worth and what he had to do. That's how – I mean, that's the kind of money problems kind of Florida State was going through. You kind of got to go with what you, what you can budget-wise. And, and for the time being, this is what's going to – seems like what is going to happen. We'll see if things go official soon, um, depending on, you know, all the legalities and how that works in contracts and whatever. But um, just, just a few notes on him. <laughs> Second and third in revenue uh, in the ACC under him. For Louisville.
1: Okay. Well that's that's you know promising. Um I know a lot of people have mentioned or on Twitter and everywhere else, you know. Sorry, that's our frame of reference is, is Twitter, but that's where a lot of us get our news and, and stuff. But um um I know a lot of people listen to NoCast Nullcast after previously you know, being like, what the fuck, you know, like really, this is, (laughs) this is the guy we're going after. And then a lot of people listen to Noel Casta and Bud and Ingram, obviously over there, they know, they know what they're talking about. You know, Bud's got a lot of ties um, across a lot of universities, specifically the ACC. So, Um, and and then a lot of people started to change their minds. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Um, But, you know, from my initial reactions is I was very concerned with Louisville being his first job in the sports realm of things and you know as an athletic director or, or you know so be it so that was kind of my first thing i'm like are we really gonna take this guy who's only experience in, in the sports world is at louisville and louisville is not at the level four state is i'm sorry it's just not the case like the you know you you're not expected to have every single sport dominate like you are at four state like your your two things are, are probably basketball and football right so like it's bigger here at Florida State. Like we expect every single sport to be good, and so like that's a tall task coming from Louisville to Florida State. Um, I, I like the business background. Obviously, that's a great plus. Um, but I think the biggest thing that worried me was was the fact that it's Louisville's first job, and now he's coming into a, a bigger program in Florida State and the demands that Florida State is going to ask of him. Um, I is he ready for it? You know, I, I, I don't know. And then you look at that whole Alfred thing, right? Um everybody's thoughts were Alford's just gonna be in that boost position and then get, you know, moved up into the A D and, and all of that. So how how's Alfred feeling now? Um I don't I don't know if that mm-hmm. was necessarily promised to him or anything like that. So um I, I saw something probably earlier in the week saying you know, he's kind of a little ticked off about it or, or something like that. Don't know if it's true because I don't have the connections like Logan has or anything no. like that. But, um, you know, there, there's some worries that come into play. And then um, another, you know, specific example is that, you know, they were looking at what he was able to do. And he, he's come across as a facility guy, right? He He's a guy that's going to get your facilities done. He's going to be the guy that's going to get the money there for the facilities and all that. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, cause obviously that's something we need and we've kind of lacked behind uh, on top of other programs, but I, I don't just want a facility guy. Um, we're already on our way to get in the facilities, you know, that's fine. What else can you do for me? That's my biggest question. I don't, I just don't want, oh, what, what'd you do at Louisville? Oh, you got the students uh, tailgating spot. Oh, you, you created a dorm for, for the athletes, Great, dude. Awesome. Guess what? Florida State already has all that shit. So what are you going to do when you come in here He's instead of that? Because yes, we're improving our facilities, <laughs> Like, I just don't want it to be, I just don't want it to be something that's like, Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just, I've been very cautious about it. I haven't had a chance to listen to, you know, or watch anything because I work all day and I do as much as I can. But yeah, um, I don't know if anybody's got any other uh Ben, take your foot out of the freaking show, dude. That's gross. Um I don't what happened? Know if any of if Ben just put his foot in the camera. I don't know, know why. <sighs> Thank God um, it wasn't
0: on the tab. Jesus. God, dude. I don't get it.
1: Um, but I don't know if any of y'all have like any reservations or are y'all like hyped for this dude to come in. Uh I know a bunch of my friends and everything have been kind of changed their mind a little bit, moving towards liking him as being the ad i think i've heard louisville fans be like you know wishy-washy on it they don't want to lose him they do want to lose him so i don't know
0: patience i think over here from my end i think it's just gonna be patience and i'd love to hear some more from him once it becomes official and get to hear his hear interviews i think it will be definitely a lot to learn and I, you know i think there's some changes inside fsu that need to be done I mean, current admin kind of things that need to be done, that have needed to be done. That's another thing. It's
1: Apparently that's like a well-known thing that I think Bud might've been the one to say it, that like other schools look at FSU's athletic department like a joke.
0: Yeah. It doesn't have a good, just things that go on through the years that have happened and things that need changes. It's been really stale and stagnant for a good long while. Um, And so Interested to see what what he brings, what kind of changes he makes. I think he's going to have to make changes. Um, maybe that that's what makes him, you know, really get some love from the fan base coming in because right now I don't think a lot of people are really expecting much from him, which which stinks. And you know, that's fine. Let him kind of have that feeling going in. But like I said, patience is going to be the thing here, and um, this is a this is a football school. That's how it always will be, and If he's coming in from what we've heard with the football focus, uh, it's good to hear because that's much needed and there's a lot of work to be done.
1: Ben, I know you and I have been on the same page. Do you have anything to add or any reservations yourself?
2: Honestly, for the most part, I've just been talking out of my ass about the athletic director hire. shouldn't jump at me. I wanted the Puritan guy from Alabama. At least you're honest.
0: Yeah,
2: man. I'm not wasting my time reading up on a guy named Vince Tyra
0: that's the only thing that you do talking out of your ass there's nothing else that you say ever that's coming out of your ass
2: no i'm an expert at all things sports
0: <laughs> with the iowa hawkeye slash florida state thing with that hanger up there
2: take our shit in
0: <laughs> not
1: wrong <laughs> Yeah, not not wrong at all. Oh, okay. uh, so that's a that's that's our uh, that's probably gonna be our new A D guys. Um Vince Tyra, um T D M right up, now bro. they win. <laughs> <laughs> just I don't, like, <laughs> I don't like, I mean, I like that I just So if if we were, if we were to put a mashup of, of you and Vince Tyra and put a put a poll underneath it and said who looks better, who do you think wins? Definitely
2: me
0: yeah now there's a reason why you've been sinking slowly back i thought you're about to go through the fucking wall in the back you're just backing up continuing like i'm, I'm go back into the day in like
2: a mcconaughey type guy and like you know
0: good looking dude you sure you're on you sure you're on natty lighter not some shrimps
2: are you just are you scrolling, scrolling, scrolling? i'm gonna say about tyra is if he's willing to Rick Patino some guys, I'm all in. I know he got rid of the Rick, Pitino. he got rid of Rick, but if he wants to run it back and fix his wrongs and Rick Patino some guys get some five stars, I'm not gonna say no. That's all I got.
1: I won't complain about it. I'm all in for the Rick Patino move. <laughs> I'll be one of the strippers, bro. As long
2: as we're getting five stars.
1: Uh, no, but uh, that's that's gonna be our AD guys, Vince Tyra. Um, you know, mixed feelings all around. Patience, like Logan said, is, is gonna be key to that. Hopefully, that football focus is what he's on. Um, with that being said, new N I, excuse me, uh, beer burp. Um, Rising Spear, new NIL um, organization that's been put together by some ex boosters. Great stuff. I was able to read up on it a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure if I know excuse me, all the ins and outs of what's going to necessarily be going on with it. I know there's going to be a board of trustees, if you will. Um, and that's going to be, excuse me, good Lord, headed by uh, former football player, uh, Derek Brooks, as well as some other former players. Um, I don't remember all their, no- all their names, but I know Jalen Howell's on it, um, current Florida State soccer player. Um, and then some uh, former players at, at, on all aspects as well for football, I think there's a women's basketball player on there as well that are going to be leading the charge. Just kind of create an organization to be able to get all student athletes opportunities from the local community is what I took from it. So you, you think of, you know, your local businesses that are out there in Tallahassee. Um, one, for instance, that I worked for Garnet Gold. It's going to, you know, oh, Logan worked for them too. Um, it's going to present opportunities to them to be able to get, you know, some of these student athletes in there to be able to do stuff for them. And, you know, vice versa, just work off of each other, help each other out. So um, I think it's a great, huge deal um, for us because we're seeing it across the country right now. These these are the things that are being, you know, brought upon at at all universities right now. And for us to get ahead of it uh, against all the other, you know, Florida schools, probably besides Miami, um, but that's, you know, private sector money, whatever BS you were to talk about with Miami. Um, but, uh, thoughts on this guys, I I think it's an awesome move for our, our university as a whole, even though it's not directly correlated to the university, just getting these student athletes, even if they're not big names, some money in their pockets and being able to put their face and image out there, if they're good at something, why not let them show it? And, you know, we've even seen it with, you know, obviously not rising spear, but I mean, Dylan Gibbons going out and, uh, Jordan Travis raising over a hundred thousand dollars to take kids to the local Walmart. Uh, from the Boys and Girls Club and having them spend $100 each it is fucking amazing, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. uh, great stuff coming for moving ahead with NIL here at Florida State.
0: Ben.
2: It cool. It's the first ben. I've heard about it, to be honest. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it on Discord, I've heard nothing about it, but it sounds cool.
0: Ben, I was going to say, if you were an athlete at Florida State, I could see you doing an NIL with a little hair product place. I feel so like I'm you'd fine. be one of the – I think you got a COVID
2: year and an extra year of eligibility plus a redshirt. So
0: that's what I'm saying, man. you (laughs) you just got to give you a chance on the Quidditch team. Hey, bro, all missed tackles at
2: linebacker for no scholarship at all.
0: Well, we've seen that happen. (laughs) There's a guy named I'm just going to say with my mouth closed. Um, We talked about him earlier, but uh, no, I think this is great. (laughs) I think this is awesome. It's a good good game plan to have for some of these. Um, current students but shoot even more than anything recruiting wise just continuing to show how invested Florida State is they did this before almost anybody else too when NIL became official thanks to you know Florida and what they're doing here and under the legislature and everything going on um, and what DeSantis is allowing what they're doing this is what he's been pushing on for like a couple years now and so you know Florida State's had a head start in a lot of this and it, they've been putting a lot of work into it so like I said the current, Athletes have a lot of opportunities and it seems like it's going into great causes. Like you had mentioned, Caleb, what Gibbons is doing left and right, definitely with his first thing being to go fund me and building relationships there with that entire company. He's been almost um, like the face of them so far as an athlete, which is really cool to see. And now, you know, you see what they did with Walmart and helping uh, children out and families too. Um, Jordan Travis doing his thing. Uh, it, it's really incredible to watch, and also goes, you know, the, the Rising Sphere that part too. But also kind of goes to show what you know what Mike Novell is doing too in that locker room and changing up that that locker room. It was much needed, and then bringing in who these guys like Jermaine Johnson, Gibbons. You know, Jordan Travis is Jordan Travis, but going to show how much focus there is to help out the community and and bring in players that can represent Florida State in the logo proudly. And it, you know, alums are loving that businesses around town are loving that. That's why Garnet Gold uh, is helping out and there'll be a lot more too. And so really cool things involved. And I think it only helps Tallahassee out even more. There's a lot of great local spots here that were hit hard with COVID-19. And I'd love to see a lot more teaming up with local places rather than all of these national and big time kind of companies. I'd love to see for Tallahassee. It's a great town. And love to see more of it, so really cool it's stuff. From a guy on. that teamed up with
2: Chick fil A, a national brand.
0: Whoa, 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 I mean, I was gonna mention them, I don't have them here, but oh, pff, I've always got it here. Friends at Celsius, no, my Chick
2: fil A cars didn't work, they didn't scam. There's now, on.
0: see, I don't understand how I give you a gift card. It's not really a gift card. It's like a coupon card almost to Chick-fil-A and they deny you. You must have did something to them. Did Dude, you they, like,
2: they, like scan the QR code? Said, did you triple
0: text the girl or something like the night before or something? And she Logan, I don't
2: talk to women. You know this.
0: Didn't you say you're looking for love soon or something?
2: My wife, yes. It's a work in progress.
0: Well, your <laughs> right hand's right next to you, buddy. <laughs>
1: jesus christ but um yeah go go back to what logan said about uh the locker room and everything i i I think it just speaks like like logan said about Mike or the type of kids he's bringing in um it's amazing the locker room is completely changed up in, in you know such short of time um and you know seeing these guys go out there and do good in in the community and care about the community the way they are is huge And this Rising Spear campaign that that we're putting on is going to be great. Um, All the players, former players of all sports that are associated with it are great. I think they're going to be great for, you know, this whole entire thing moving forward. Um, But with that being said, guys, we're probably going to get into uh, the most fun part of the show here. And that's going to be what's going on with the coaching carousel, with with recruiting, Mm. with transfers, because it is a freaking madhouse. Right now, and we'll start off with the impact of uh, Billy Billy Napier and Mario Cristobal hires. How does that impact
2: us? And I am loving (laughs) the Hillbilly Willie hire, bro. That shit is incredible. I mean, it just mirrors exactly what we did. We rushed our hire. We found one guy that was known for recruiting. I mean, he he got known for recruiting because he pulled five stars at fucking Alabama, dude. It's fucking Alabama. I could go to Alabama give me 50 bucks a month. I'll get you a couple of five stars. It's not that hard. And this guy, and now we're hearing he's processing them out. Like, I'm so sure you processed out your only quarterback. It was a top 10 kid, top 150 kid, top 10 quarterback in the class. You just wanted to process him out. Like, all right, buddy, you know. And then Mm -hmm. Jaden Gibson decommits and immediately gets a future cast to us. I mean, I'm loving it, bro. I mean, it's like charity at this point.
0: It's definitely entertaining. i uh, have in a group chat with one of my friends who is just obsessed with the Gators, and he's talked trash with me since uh, the early 2000s, and now and just being able to have a good time with him. Of course, he got to have his laughs and giggles. A couple of weeks ago, when we were in Gainesville, allowed him to have that, and told him, "Yeah, that was a disappointing loss for Florida State." But now it's the off season; we get to have some fun. And Florida State had a good off season this last year, and. You know, starting off strong and with Billy Napier, things are in uh, uh, mass exodus mode for recruits. And anybody wanting to be near Gainesville right now. I mean, you know, I think <laughs> for tonight, uh, they made a big-time uh, hire with Cor- Corey Raymond um, grabbing him from LSU DB coach. That's definitely a big one there. But other than that, who in the hell have they hired? I mean, that's the one of the things where the recruits are noticing –
2: Louisiana guys, you know, building that Sunbelt
0: yeah. staff, baby. Yeah, he, he's bringing them with him. and you know.
1: And, and just I'm an FYI, sorry. guys, this is this is this is my uh, this is my dad um, chiming into the show. He's a UF grad, so he, he's always tapped it. So
0: <laughs> we would have never known Caleb that this was your dad, Skinner, with the last thing. I would have never even known right. that. He's
2: not
1: a dead giveaway <laughs> or anything. But,
0: uh. Well, I was gonna say if I'm a young kid, let's say we're back in high school and whatever, and who in the flying F would I know of Billy Napier? If I'm a recruit, like I I would have zero damn clue of who Billy Napier is. And (laughs) I mean, it's not the only thing that's going on with it, but they, you know, not only if they're going to bring in recruiting guys and guys that can bring guys in, but when it goes into end game coaching, Billy Napier has had a, a up and down rocky road with that. I mean, uh, Napier yeah, a about it. Way. Yeah, he, he's just been up and down, and that's kind of goes with how Willie Taggart did in his past. And it's crazy to see the parallels that we're looking at of <laughs> the storyline of Willie coming in, and like you had mentioned, Caleb, that storyline of Willie coming in, and then you've got Napier going down to Gainesville, and how almost, I, you know, identical it kind of is right now. But you know. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. There's still so much, there's a long road ahead and this is a transition class. We understand it's are it, past. What the seventies they are past like the double load more on two, four, seven sports site uh, <laughs> team rankings, ton of time to go. Uh, but if it was me, I know we'll talk about crystal ball here in a second, but if it were me, if I'm going to, if I'm an FSU fan, who am I more worried of in the future right now? It'd be crystal ball in a heartbeat over um, Billy Napier and, I, 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 that's hmm. just the truth right now. I
1: don't think either. I just don't. Right. I I just I'm I just off. don't think I get the higher
0: with Billy or Christian. I, I, I don't rush. get
1: the higher overall. For which I, one? For for Florida, I don't. I don't understand the higher for Billy Napier. Um, you have big names still out there. I mean, Brian Kelly even reached out, um, apparently to UF, and nothing was able to come to fruition on that um and then he he's obviously headed to LSU and then but I mean outside of that there's other big names that you could go and get and I don't know if that's something with Strickland um or if that's just you know the direction that they're deciding to head in because they see the success that we've had with with you know Mike Norvell up to this point Uh, I, I don't know what they're going through but they're seeing a lot of attrition um, especially from the recruits. Uh, all, I mean, Ewers obviously decommitted. Um, Gibson decommitted. Uh, it, it's just like uh, it's a whole fall apart. I mean, I think they slid from like maybe the twelfth overall ranked thirty. The he was 31 they were 31st. When, he was when he was hired. They was were thirty one when they were hired, and now they slipped to like, like seventy something. It, like it's insane because because of all the decommits. So. I don't know what's going on there at Florida, but it's not good right now. I'm enjoying
2: it. It's good for us.
0: Florida State fans are absolutely loving it. And mentioning- yeah,
2: I, would, I would trade that loss to Florida with our recruiting class and not having to play UCF in a ballgame compared to what Florida has going on 10 out of 10 times.
0: Yeah, so Florida State, you know, going with what Napier is doing and the, the fallout there, and, yes, it's a transition class, and I'm sure we'll have some Gators fans in here. I already got Uncle Silk and whoever the hell else over there tweeting us about our last uh, article that we put out about an hour ago, which is exactly why we did it. We want all of your engagement and clicks. Thank you. It's number one on Google right now. If you search Billy Napier, thank you, uh, UF Nation. Um, number one here is that Florida State has a chance of making a flip. Um With uh, Gibson. I mean, Florida State is pushing hard with him. That's a four-star wide receiver. And, you know, Florida State and Dugans, they're looking for a guy that can win those one-on-one matchups. That's something that they've been lacking. They lacked it this last season. I think your only guy right now who was a true freshman was Malik McLean that can do that. He should have had so many more shots at that, I think, this season. We got to see it a few times where they gave him Gabe Masha, I think he kind of is a little Greg Carr where you can use him in the corner. I could talk about Malik McLean so much more on how they should have used him this year. But he's really, I think right now you're one-on-one guy until Travis Hunter obviously gets on campus. Um, that was your only guy last year was Malik McLean. So Gibson brings a whole different kind of um, scheme to that offense in which you can utilize definitely in the red zone. So Florida State and staff, they're going after him, and that would be a grab from UF. Uh, and Napier's just letting him walk off. And slip right into Mike Norvell and Kenny Dillingham and Ron Dugan's hands. And we'll see if that works. Right now, it seems like Florida State is pursuing uh, pretty hard on that uh, frontier. And yeah, thanks for the clicks, Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that place, I, I haven't been there since 2013 whenever Florida State. Uh yeah we we know what Kelvin Benjamin did and that uh, place is I mean I'm sorry for any, if there's anybody listening that lives in Gainesville but compared to Florida State and walking around campus and things it is not even close I mean I thought I was at a factory plant watching Chernobyl. Uh, on HBO. I mean, I'm not even, I'm being completely serious too. It is. I mean, even after Florida lot or Florida beat Florida state, I mean, dead, dead, dead area, nothing, no kind of fun. I, I mean, that's the advantage you have at Florida state is college town rocking no matter what, definitely after a win. I mean, after the Miami game, I don't think anybody went to sleep uh, until the sun came up, but um, man, that, that is tough, 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 tough place to be down there. Uh, I feel bad for your dad's gonna hate me now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he he can
1: take it. He he dishes it out, so he he should be able to take it. Uh, good. Well, I so. like a good trash um, talk. I like
0: a good trash talk. It's fun.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, you know, maybe we're all wrong. Uh, maybe maybe Florida has something in mind. Maybe Billy Napier has some things in mind, and it's just gonna, you know. <laughs> Uh, come to fruition for them, but uh, I, I'm not 100% sold on, on their hire. Uh, but let, let's switch over to the other floor school in Miami and their hire of Mario Cristobal. Uh, a lot of ups and downs in, in that hire as well. I personally think they did Manny wrong in the way they handled the whole situation. Um, I, I don't feel bad for him, you know, because it's obviously Miami, but you know, you got to have a little bit of a heart at some point and be like, all right, you know, like you could have told this man way before he was out recruiting, flying across the country, going and doing all these things that, Hey man, we're not going to retain you. Instead, they just kept him in limbo, but thoughts on the Mario Cristobal hire, um, not sold on it. I, I I mean, I just think it's same thing. Like we were talking about, you know, hillbilly Willie with Napier. Um, Mm -hmm. Why can't this be the same thing because you're dragging a coach from Oregon to come to Miami, which is what we did with Willie to come to Tallahassee? Didn't necessarily work out for us. Is Chris Ball still gonna have the same effect down in Miami that he had up in Oregon? I, I'm not completely sold on that at all.
2: He's a he's an upgrade because man, he fucking sucked. But he, he's a twelve and recruiter, but he's about a six and six in-game coach, which levels out to eight and four, nine and three a year. Bumping our strength of schedule and getting outcoached by us every year, so I'm all for it. I mean, I watched this man get his ass kicked, 38 to seven, by Utah, a bunch of three stars. Three weeks later, he comes out, he made adjustments, had a chance to change it. They lost 38 to 10. His adjustments gave him a field goal. That's what happened in that one. Like I me, mean, every year he's been at Oregon, he's had the best facilities, the most money, the most talent. No close second. USC's been down forever and he still finds a way to fuck it up. He should have been in the playoffs every year, but he's always losing to someone he shouldn't every single year, multiple times.
0: Yeah, no, there's he's he's definitely had a better uh, – he's just got a better background, definitely, I think, than what you're looking at it with UF. I think there's still a lot to prove for Billy Napier, but Mark Cristobal, the main thing for him, I think they'll do pretty good recruiting-wise, but it really just is going to depend on what they can do on the field. He's got a lot to – fix they put a lot of money toward this first time really miami's putting a ton of money into this they found it a lot of that usually goes into academics uh, at that university but they're going to really full send this and this is like their last little throw at it i feel like with cristobal and he's going to bring a lot of his guys from miami or uh oregon up there on the west coast and it'll be interesting to see how he does and and recruits being smack dab right into a pool of where a lot of talent is. And we'll see if that's a major threat to Wagner bell, but it seems like we'll see. I mean, it could kind of this next week, really the two weeks overall, the storyline of one target that Florida State has been after could kind of just in two weeks, put together the whole storyline of what the future could look like for Mario Cristobal. If, if something happens with Basanti I mean, he Florida stayed highly after him thought at one point that they were getting him. ends up going to Miami, but now, you know, things that we're hearing get, it's getting tricky. It's getting interesting now to where Florida state can make, this would be huge for Florida state. Not only that, I know we're we'll going into recruiting in a bit, but really Mara Cristobal and what he's trying to do is start off. And I think, I don't know, it'll be interesting. I, I do think he's a good coach. Um, and like I said earlier, if I was gonna be worried, you know, not per se, like, like, worried, worried, but if I were to be, if one were to get my attention more, I'd be Mario uh, down at Miami, yeah, uh, over Billy Napier. Yeah, and that's where
1: I was going next is like, I'm more worried about that hire than I am with the Billy Napier hire. You know, I, I might be wrong at the end of the day, but bringing in Mario Crystal is huge boo for them. Um, obviously, the right choice bringing you know, Mario back to Miami, where he's from, all that good stuff. So um yeah, it, it worries me a little bit. Him, really. Especially when it comes to recruiting. I mean, he's got those ties. Um very big ties. So um it, it, it's huge for them. Uh I it worries me a little bit. I mean new head coach coming in and then you're still gonna be able to keep this this thing, um the or however you say his last name, it is it will be huge for him if, if they're able to hold on to him. Like you were saying, Logan we're trying to make a move for the third or fourth time at this point. Um, So, but I mean, you, you put a guy like that down there, it it might change the direction of that Miami program. They thought they had it with Manny, but it didn't turn out that way. I think Mario is a a much better coach um, than Manny on the outside when it comes to, you know, running a power five program. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Still not sold. uh, Still have a lot to see, but, that's kind of the big splash that we were expecting from Florida, right? Um, we expected that from UF. We, we expected UF to go out and get one of these guys, one of these big-name hires, and, and they weren't able to. And then Miami does. Um, we'll see what he's able to add to his staff. Like you said, he's probably bringing some guys over from Oregon. Um, but that, that's probably the biggest worry in the state of Florida right now is probably Miami bringing in Cristobal that can affect you know, us personally.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not I,
2: people, fuck him.
0: Ben's ready to fight. Doesn't care what the resume looks like. Ready to go in the ring, put the hands up, and get after it. Speaking of get after it, are you still sipping is. on that same Natty light that you had an hour and a half ago?
2: No, I finished my white cloth.
0: <sighs> That's what she wanted to hide from us, but I can't say anything. I'm drinking fucking Sutter Home pink Moscato. My girlfriend couldn't finish the bottle, so... This is what I'm gonna do. I'm, no, I'm just, just very finish excited. I'm just, I'm
1: just very excited for you, Logan. Man, like you've got a girlfriend finally, dude.
0: Like, <sighs> wow. You know, here's the deal. <laughs> you, here's the deal. It's Tallahassee. I think we've had this discussion before, plenty of times. It's Tallahassee and <laughs> Florida State, and um, it, it, there's a lot of distractions. Always, there's a lot to distractions. Um, it's like going to the <laughs> zoo. There's so many cool things you can look at, and to stay focused is really not easy. So
2: it's got a giant shirt club. <sighs>
0: uh, <laughs> you just compared
1: Tallahassee
0: to a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> there's some, there's some, there's some things out there that can get you, There's some there things out there that can grab you if you're not. Careful. All of, all
1: of a sudden you see a flamingo and then all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. you got a giraffe. You never know
0: what could grab you. You never know what could grab you. And sometimes you want it to grab you really you want to grab you really, really good. But those those days are <laughs> well, no longer I don't go to bad. the zoo. I don't go to the zoo anymore. <laughs> this is
2: a beer sports podcast slogan. i to ask stats <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is you don't know what's in this cup, even though I just poured it right in front of your face. <laughs> All right,
1: boys. Recruiting and Transfer Portal. Things are heating the fuck up. Um, it is a shit show. Um, it is a literal shit show. I can't keep up with it at all. Uh, I've tried to. It's insane. I think we have, what, seven players in the portal for that are former
2: for Florida State players? Hopefully more. Tell Jerry well, there, Jordan, there will, there will the be more. Fuck out of here, bro. They gotta push that man to the portal, of the NFL, anywhere but Tallahassee.
0: I have no, I have no comment on that. I have to go to the practice. I'd rather not have <laughs> like an accidental slip right into my jaw helmet to the jaw. So I don't. There's, there's definitely gonna be some uh, moves. Who do you think's up next? Who, if you could put some money down, we're on the roulette table. Jordan Wilson. Well,
2: 27
0: minutes ago. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, yeah, Dustin texted me that. I didn't know. Did he put that on Instagram? Twitter. Oh, wow. I I, I just saw something that. Well, I was thinking transfer portal. We know that was happening. We know he was calling. um, Who are we thinking? Well,
1: I, I think I just saw something from 247 say we might try and max out that new rule um with perhaps 30 bringing able to bring in 32 so there's if that's if that's true that we're going to try and reach that threshold of 32 spots open available um i think right now we're probably way around somewhere in between 16 and 20 um somewhere around there so not I mean, there's going to be some attrition, uh, obviously. I mean, there's some. Are you asking like next
0: guys to go, Logan? Yeah, who do you think would be? I'm you don't have to be one guy. I but, mean, I I can see. I want to focus on
1: like my, my my. Yeah, I would see. I would say my focus would be on the on the defensive secondary. I could okay. see Gainer
2: going to another rumblings.
0: Yeah, I think there are some certain things with him where he is wanting to figure out who is going to be the next. Linebackers coach, and I think there's some positives to that. Randy Shannon to be that coach. There are some positives that things are going to be all fine there for 33. So that's, awesome. a, that's I like it. This yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: if I like speaking of like when I said secondary, I mean you look at guys who came in as high blue chip guys, right? You look at your Travis J's, your Keem Dents, um, your Deboree Tate. Like you had mentioned, Ben. Um, those those are kind of guys you want to keep an eye on because. They didn't necessarily, I mean, obviously, Akeem Dent kind of came on towards the end of the season, but he didn't really, you know, wasn't consistent throughout the whole year like we would have expect him to. Travis Jay has kind of been MIA, um, just, I it's mean, obviously, we had the injury, we obviously had the injury, um, you know, that first season, or I don't even know what it was. Was it an it? No, it was something to do with transcripts or something like that, I believe. Um, but you, you start to look at guys like that, guys who aren't going to get the playing time, and then. The younger guys that came behind them that mike was able to grab um you know like a marion cooper you know brownlee all these guys are getting playing time because they're better Mm -hmm. you know they've shown in game film specifically game film that they are the better producers on that side of the ball so you're I, i say you start looking at that especially with the guys you have coming in right so you have sam mccall you have travis hunter Uh, I mean, I don't want to put this out there, but because it's probably not going to happen. But like, if a guy like Amari Wilson or some something like that, you know, comes comes to fruition throughout the next couple of weeks or next few weeks or so, so you, I just see more attrition happening on that side of the ball. I think maybe two, three wide receivers could probably be gone as well. So those are my two areas that I think guys could probably, you know, be like, all right, I'm out because, or like the coach or the staff tells them. Hey, I don't know if we're going to have a spot for you because you are for one reason or another, you know, I, I don't want to specifically say one because I don't want to be blasted by anybody in the comments or whatever, but um, that's, yeah. that's where I see the two, the two biggest places that it'll most likely happen is going to be on in the wide receiver room as well as the secondary.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's going to have to keep, keep an eye on a few veterans. Well, I'm interested to, well, going back really to freshman, I'm just going to go all over the place now. I'm just hammered, drunk after my second glass of wine and whatever the hell <laughs> I drank before that. Um, I feel like I just got that first drink from Dollar Tree. It tasted so great. Um, uh, Freshman-wise, you know, you're looking at DeMory Tate, who, you know, we saw him all the time at practice, he was on scout team for a majority. Uh, and, you know... There's a lot – that the team sees a lot in him. The team – I mean, the coaches do – there's just things that he's got to fix internally with himself. There's just things that he's got to do in order to see the field more. This is a new coach in in Tallahassee. That Things aren't going to work the way they used to. That's just how it is. That's how Norvell is going to run the ship. That's not just how he's going to do it. That's how he set it upon all of his coaching staff. And so, you know, Coach Woodson and Norvell see a lot of it in him. Um, and you'd like to keep that talent. You'd like to see where he's competing for a starting job next season because he's got the talent. He, he he's built. He's a build guy. He, he, he's done great with his body. Good to see him in person, he plays well. But it just, it's just tough. He's made plays during practices, and it's like, dang, don't get to see twelve out there. And um, we've mainly got to see him in scouts. So just keep an eye on DeMory Tate. And then, you know, a guy like Keyshawn Helton, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. That's a guy that is – he kind of just wants to call it there. Uh, he's such a great ambassador for Florida State, so there's not going to be any kind of, hey, you know, not any kind of pushing of the out ones. there. That would be kind yeah. of the hard ones, right? Yeah, as a guy that's represented Florida State very well, came back from a really uh, nasty season-ending injury and um, has been there in pivotal moments to make big-time grabs. But that's just – I'm just wondering there on what he wants to do, and to kind of ended the season last this last season, injured, got to come back against the Gator, the UF uh, against the Gators. So uh, there's just there's a lot of different things. Jerry and Jones, like y'all just mentioned, what does Travis Jay do? Is he saying bye,
1: and no? Bye, <laughs> bye. I do not. I that's one player I do not yeah, have no a lot of the wide receivers
2: call him as I cooked him and, and they could touchdowns. <laughs>
0: That was pretty good there, Ben. I got to give it to you. Give it to you. (laughs) Um, But Travis J, I mean, that's a guy that's extremely talented. And from what I've heard so far, at least the beginning of everything, of things going on, um, there's no plan right now for a departure. But I don't think Florida State and him have had a sit down meeting yet because Norvell has kind of been all over the place. The whole staff has been across the country. So it's kind of tough for these exit interviews to happen and recruiting with the early signing day coming up all this being combined it's kind of hard for a lot of these meetings to happen I've just been told there's a lot that have been moved back because of staff being all across the country so there's going to be a lot more interviews definitely with these guys that were starters last season were in the two deep who played a good amount of time last year there's going to be talks inside of the and and, inside of these offices and you know, the really big staff change that you're having as of right now, unless anything changes as of right now, it's really just Randy Shannon the linebackers. And from what I heard, it's positive.
1: Yeah. And that'll kind of lead us into this question from William. When do we start seeing FSU bring in transfer players? Cause I know that period lasts longer than obviously early national signing day. So we're going to kind of wait and see us take transfers until after that period of time.
0: Yeah, I think after having, I want, I, I want to keep calling it national sign day. I feel like we should because that's really when everything goes down I mean, nowadays. It practically is, yeah. Yeah, um, but after after signing day, you kind of get a feeling of who you got your numbers for heading into really the true off season in the spring, um, and that's still. I think the staff is not going to rush things. There's going to be a lot of players from different. Schools across the country that are going to be leaving, you wait too during the spring. I think a lot of, I mean, Jermaine Johnson, Keir Thomas, um, Gibbons, they didn't end up committing to Florida State till way after, way deep into the offseason. So I think the staff is going to play that patient game again. There's going to be a lot more names where you're just getting started. There's going to be a lot more names. There's still exit interviews going on, just like how Florida State is. Exit interviews are still happening for the next couple of weeks. So, all right, Larry, I and that's patience, that like patience. I, I think
1: I said. I think I said last episode that there is already, I think, a third of D1 athletes in the transfer portal at this point. And that is insane to me. We've never seen something like this. It's like we (laughs) saw a little bit last year, but I don't think we've ever seen anything like this in, in terms of guys just moving on. But I think it's, it's a lot to do with coaches moving. The coaching carousel has been insane. Um, and that's part of the reason why too, I mean, you see USC, obviously with Lincoln Riley going over there, all his guys coming back and going with him as well. I mean, like Malik, um, that quarterback five-star guy, you know, automatically decommits and immediately commits to USC. So, um, it, it it's going to be an interesting thing, um, to watch happen. But next question is who, who do you guys think or want for us to target because I know there is a lot of speculation obviously out there today once Max Max Johnson hit hit the Logan tell us everything you know about Max Johnson from LSU so everything. Want Everything I know, uh,
0: I was neighbor. Well, I think, I think, I think, I
1: think, Johnson's. I think FSU Twitter literally. I think FSU Twitter literally wants every single transfer mm-hmm. that enters the portal. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, okay. All
2: right, fine. If you're not going to tell us about Max Johnson, tell us about Marvin Jones Jr. One of the two.
0: I'm <sighs> JJ. You're giggling there for like the last five minutes, or you've... you? want you want me to read the tweet?
2: It was from Aaron. It said, "Bro, a junkie outside of CVS just asked me for four dollars for his antibiotic prescription. And showed me a random ass gap. Four fucking dollars. That's why I was laughing.
0: <laughs> I thought I thought you're gonna give us some kind of like good scoop, and that's why you're like putting me on the line there about what's going on with Marvin Jones Jr. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what happened? What what's happening? What's leaking out? What's going on? Um, nah, that's just
1: typical Ben bullshit. You'll get used nah, to it. Ben
2: no, Berg put, <laughs> in Berg put in a CV for Marvin Jones Jr. and Berg's full of shit. I don't know because the Bama guys I talked to, one guy, he's pretty in the know. He said it was like 60-40 FSU. That's what Fong said, too. He's leaning FSU because he can play day one, but I'm not really sold on it. I'll, I'll see it when I see it. Right, back to transfers, Ben. Back, Max, back to transfers, him down, transfers. And his scrub brother, he can play for us, too, if he wants to play. We're going to draw <laughs> Real you man. back, baby.
1: We're going we're gonna to draw you back from recruiting because we'll get to recruiting a second.
2: Transfers, Ben. Who do you want? What do you see? What are you looking at? I would like Max Johnson. I'll take his brother if we have to have him for Max Johnson. Um, who else is there? I don't know if
1: you've watched his brother's highlight tape, but it is freaking unbelievable. The I'm probably this, better. The way this but kid runs run. routes from <laughs> the tight end position is unbelievable. Yeah, well, you know.
2: He's running
0: routes against air. You know.
2: Put put him on Dion. See how he runs routes then. Let's see what happens.
0: Uh, Dion on Prime. Yeah. Prime's aid. You think Prime can still cover him in the wheelchair?
2: Prime can do everything he wants to do.
0: <laughs> Besides, be our head Could coach, he? Please. Could he steal <laughs> he your girl? That.
2: He can't steal what I don't have, Logan.
0: That is. That was it's the like, joke. It's like when
2: people try to like, <laughs> like when people say I lo- I'm doing stuff. I have no dignity. I'm like I don't have dignity to begin with.
0: Well, I didn't have dignity. Um, we what were we talking about? Johnson and Johnson. I mean, the Johnson and Johnson thing. The one fun fact: I used to be uh, almost neighbors with them, but used to spend a little bit of time there. Visited the house. Did you ever my their, dad
2: like, parents and stuff. Huh? You ever meet their parents and
0: stuff? Yeah, met, met Mr. Mom? Brad. Yeah, I got the guy. Yeah, he met. You what? <laughs> big bad, big bad Brad. Yes, yes. Uh, when my parents were building a the house, they were went to go visit their house to kind of get some ideas for what they wanted to do. And this is when I was a little jit. So I remember literally barely a little bit of it, but I do remember the house they live. I think they still no, they Are they in Athens now? Are they in Georgia? I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. But um, anyways, I, there is still, still way too crazy early to call for uh, the Johnson brothers. From what I've been told to the relationship with FSU and Brad haven't been too fantastic there's a reason why he hasn't been really involved with the program for a long while that would have to be fixed. I think, you know, that's something I'm not entirely sure. Norvell's crazy. Like, like he's, he's crazy. Norvell is like wild. Um, And so I, if he puts it on one of his tasks to do of the day to kind of do that, there might be a chance he could fix it, but I'm not too entirely sure that can be done. We'll see. It's very way too early, but, We'll see if anything transpires.
2: I had zoned off for a second.
0: Oh wow! Did he go to like smoke? Get a smoke a doobie? He just got out. Way. Leaving yeah. it to me and you is a really bad idea. If you taking to do that. a piss,
2: hold it down. LOL. All right. Well, that's, um, no, but what does he have to fix?
0: There's a relationship there between Florida State uh, and and Brad, like Brad, had just. From what I've oh, been told, yeah. hasn't that's had the nice. bright, hasn't had the brightest relationship. So that's something that he would have to fix.
2: Is Brad big first? He getting... got benched for a Heisman quarterback. Is that like the T there? Like, what's the issue? Why does he like that?
0: I think it's more than that. I think it's something with the admin, and Let's see. I, I, I'm not entirely sure if it's with this coaching staff and who was last year. But I
2: well, mean, you know, I'll give Brad like you know, I'll go, I'll go talk to him. I'll go, I'll, I'll set him straight.
0: Yep. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm You're not right very ahead.
0: happy
1: of you call, calling out my private chat to you boys. Like, I could hear you. i like,
2: well, I'm doing what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see it. Ben's like, hey, everybody. Uh, Caleb's well, taking a piss. Went, and
2: then he thought you went to go smoke, so we, I was like, I'll and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you embarrassed no, I, and uh, I mean, I, everybody I
1: to, pisses. I had to had – to, had to, had to... <laughs> I had to relieve myself.
0: of Okay. Uh, um, thanks, Ben,
1: for for sharing that information. He, he doesn't want to know that he
0: pees. He does not want to let anybody know that he pees. Uh, but I'm back.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know about the Johnsons. Um, we'll we'll see if that comes to fruition. I didn't know all that. Logan, I was listening to you guys. Um, but I, I I didn't know all that. So we'll see how that pans out. But I don't know if there's like really any transfers that I'm like. Super high on you know at the moment. I mean, obviously Mike Pittman I'm would be a to good get addition, Evan but, from but what 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 <laughs> but what happens if we if what, what happens if we land what happens if we land Gibson Coleman and and um and Camden Brown?
2: Then I'm cool with bringing Micah, Pittman like a, in for like why you screen? know like.
1: I don't know. I it's just there's a lot to happen in between now and national early national signing day. So
2: what is Azariah Thomas's position? I know he's an athlete. Is he DB or wide receiver? Uh, who? Nobody knows. Who? Right. Azariah who? Thomas, the guy we got Bud put in a crystal ball for today. Uh yes, he's an
0: athlete. Uh four star right. Four star yeah.
2: composite.
0: I think he's right. Pom poms with the cheerleading group. I, I, Nate and Dustin. That's why we have them. That's why I give them. Those are the experts here. You're, you're right, really get
2: Dustin, get Dustin on the phone. We got yeah,
0: question. you're. Let's call him real quick and see if he can give us the inside scoop there. Logan.
1: What about Logan's like the CEO head coach that just brings in people to do the work for her. Have he's you like heard like of Ed Nick Saban? Have like you ever heard of him?
2: He, he does a shitty job and contributes nothing but he still gets all the clout.
0: Well, I work. I, the, the hardest thing that I work on is getting my clout. That's the hardest thing that I have to do every day. And it's not I'm easy. I'm sure
2: it's very hard to tweet all your breaking news from your personal account.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember y'all giving me a lot of shit for doing that. And it's worked out. I mean, damn, the, the analytics, y'all got to check it out. The graph is rolling upwards, but I was going to say one that you guys might really want is Jared. Versace. Uh, the Juca or not the Juca, but the Albany defensive end um, that has entered the transfer portal, who might be one of the top five, top three, best. Like potential guys you can get out of that transfer portal, he is a machine. And if you're wanting to replace Jermaine Johnson, this is where you start off. This guy is extremely speedy. I suggest everybody go watch his film. Jared Bursay Uh just extremely fast. I mean, we're talking the speed of DBs as a guy that's what six five, almost yeah, the me. size of Jermaine Johnson. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit smaller than Jermaine Johnson, but almost as fast as you. Yeah, almost as fast as you. I, I want to, you know, I'm giving you that. But extremely quick, and would be a gr- he would be a, he'd be a starter for Florida State this upcoming season. So he's actually visiting this upcoming weekend, and. Board State's got to do everything in their power to land them. That would be a huge addition. That fills one of the role, one of those holes that you need to feel, uh, fill head into next season is replacing either Jermaine Johnson or Keir Thomas, and that would take care of one of those. That is a very talented guy from Albany, and he's already got that college experience. And go watch his film. It is really, really impressive to watch.
2: Has Love It decided yet?
0: Uh not yet. I think there's some po- I think there's some optimism that he'll be running it back with Robert Cooper Cooper and him have gotten really close. So um, we get, we love,
1: we love to hear that. We absolutely love to hear that.
0: Yeah. We love every bit of it. But I
1: guess, I guess the biggest question comes down to because it's the first thing that's probably going to pop off is recruiting. Um, And a lot of this stems from the coaching carousel. Uh, There's a lot of guys right now that are decommitting specifically, uh, you know, Florida, Florida players, <laughs> uh, Florida former Florida commits um, that are decommitting. The biggest name out there that a lot of Florida State fans have been on since it happened, probably about mid afternoon, is Gibson. Um, so a lot of a lot of traction around there. I think maybe even Sinowen put in uh, a CB forum earlier today at a at a sixth level, which is pretty decent. So um, what are we looking at here? And you know, this all go all. I mean, it all goes back to are we really going to go to that threshold of 32? Because there's a lot of guys we can go grab right now.
0: You think Ben, you're the expert of doing all the math and figuring out who's in, who's out.
2: What am I trying to find? Who's coming and who's not? Recruiting. I mean, yeah, like depends. Like, like we're going to finish in the class spot. Like, we're going to bring in like if we're going to fill out all thirty two. I mean, I feel like there's a legit shot we try to fill out all thirty two.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, if Mike says he's going to do it, he's
2: probably going to try to do it.
0: I think. I think it's going to be in the twenties. I think it'll be their mid, if not lower. uh With the, just the talent that's coming in, though, I think fans should be can work with that. I mean, you got looking back to have the success that norvell has done in that transfer portal. I think he's going. He's relying a lot of the numbers. Uh, and what is the future, all the numbers there's now, it's just so hard to keep up with the damn numbers from left to right, scholarship, transfer portal, guys leaving. Does it count towards someone being like of the team? And there's just so much that goes into it. But I think um, right now, Florida State and Norvell have been one of the best programs in the transfer portal, uh, one of the best colleges and finding success there. So, you know, with what happens in recruiting, uh, with signing day, early signing day, I, I think the number is going to be, and the and the mid mid twenties, low twenties would be my prediction uh, right now for FSU. I, I think it's going to be an interesting next week. I mean, I feel like every day there is something happening. I mean, it, not not just something. I mean, it's left and right, something going down, and uh, we're not even close. We're not even close yet. We're, we're now just a week away, but it's going to be a long next uh, six days because there's just so many things going on. This staff is not. I don't think there's any kind of relaxation. They've been on it, just like he had they're said. kind him. of okay, relentless. He's been on that plane. They're they're kind kind of, of a, relentless. kind of a. They're like annoying a little bit. I'm just kidding. The they're not – Mike
2: lands Marvin Jones Jr. I will fly on on Tallahassee and give him a big old kiss on my lips. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Well, that's the thing. Are you, is, I don't think you're going to be – a. I don't think he's going to allow that. You, you can have that in your dream. What is your cat doing, Logan? I don't know what the f- – the fuck is happening what's 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 going on <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting my christmas lights ripped off and might ruin that helmet that i never gave away can, it looks season. like it was gonna
2: kill you in the discord that one time
0: this it. this is it she's wild um yeah y'all like the christmas lights back there too i added i added that for you yeah. guys yeah i was I'm just free it. good stuff just for you nice little romantic i got wine and everything mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be able to get off of here so, to, um, live and do some things privately <laughs> good god well, if you said that uh, if marvin jones um, jr uh commits a florida state what would you do ben except right, for kiss so him on the lips
1: i did i did a little bit of you know the calculator thing they have on 247 or whatever right mm. and i was just you know throwing it out there like we land mjj um i put wilson i put kamari wilson in there i, I don't think that's gonna happen but uh-huh. um You know, and then I put Campden Brown and then um, obviously put Armella in there um, and and some other guys too that, you know, we're pretty high on and probably most likely going to commit to us and it'll move us up. I think what are we sitting at right now? 11 um, in recruiting rankings. And so like that would like even like some of those dudes will move us up to a top 10 position anywhere from you know, six to 10. And then if you add a guy like a Kamari Wilson, it'll move you up to like a four. So, I mean, I I didn't even like that. This was two days ago. And this was before the news of, you know, Gibson and the other Florida wide receiver decommitting from them and everything. So I, this could be a slam dunk for Mike is ultimately what I'm saying. Better not this could ultimately up. be a – could honestly be a slam dunk for Mike.
2: <laughs> I mean, Clemson's crumbling. They lost their athletic director. Crystal Ball has shit for brains next to the nose coach. Billy's a fucking loser. Like, the layup is here. Don't fuck it up, Mike.
0: Well, you also forgot Dabo Sweeney's back to saying stupid shit too. So, it's always – Dabo Sweeney that. is
2: a racist, Christian, <laughs> terrible
0: human being. <laughs> Have y'all landed any sponsors yet? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if anybody wants. To... We'll wants <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a oh, sponsor? Who wants to Oh boy! I mean, <laughs> Jesus helping, but no. But I, I mean, mean, I mean, like,
1: I'm what? Are, what are we? Are, is there anybody specifically that we're looking at that? I, you know, this is probably a better question for Nate. Um, but like. Where I, mean, I know Sunone put in that thing for Gibson today. I I don't want to just like hop on the high horse or whatever. Sano's like a ninety four percent hit in, in this year so far. So he's been pretty hot compared to Berg. Um I and I don't I'm just very curious to see, you know, what you your guys' thoughts are on recruiting. Are we gonna pull some of these guys? Are we not? Um are we gonna lose a guy or two because of it, or what's gonna go on?
0: Yeah, I think I mean, overall, this uh, – if we go to – Arm, were you mentioning Armella, too? Yeah. Can I speak on Armella, too, for one of the guys we can talk about? But Julian Armella is a is a guy that LSU lane, I think, for majority, at least wanted to go SEC route, um, and kind of whenever Coach O was let go there and they did that whole departure plan for him – Definitely opened up a lot of leadway for Florida State, and that's where Magnovell and them, you know, went in more and pursued, and they already were in the first place, but only helped out that situation there. And that's where I think Julian Armella is, is you know, kind of a Florida State heading in Florida State's favor uh, heading into into uh, early signing day. Marvin Jones Jr. is going to come down to Florida State and Alabama, and that is always fun. It's going to be Magnovell versus Nick Saban, and Nick Saban is able to. Poach uh, talent out of South Florida whenever he pleases. The I can't wait no- for that
2: midget to retire, bro. I'm fucking sick of him. Is he really that short, <laughs> dude? He's like five five. God dang, it's always just short. I don't know, but like I, the,
0: I can't. Like dictators.
1: If if we land Marvin Jones Jr., I can't wait for all the Mike stuffing saving into a locker. beebs. like the <laughs> that'll be. An all time thing but i mean i i i don't know man i keep flipping i mean that's probably our biggest guy right now right we've laid out the red carpet we we go back and forth with him. we we love him obviously his dad and his mom have been very active on on twitter and in in the media about florida state florida state florida state but you know you don't want to necessarily him too hard but Um, I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be a tight battle, and I guess we'll see. You know, I I would love him. I would absolutely love him. I mean, I love and Giant Kelly too, but I don't I don't think that's necessarily (laughs) gonna happen. Get him to flip over from Miami.
0: Um, the interesting point of having Marvin Jones Jr. come for Midnight Madness right whenever. Uh, After COVID was done, uh, the NCAA finally lifted all that total BS of visiting schools. Marvin Jones Jr. was one of the many that were first in the doors at 1201 to see Mike Norvell and the rest of the staff. And since then, he's been around campus quite a bit. Been to games, was there for that Miami game, which I think was huge, and got to see Florida State come away with a win. I think the relationships, Florida State has done everything correctly here. They've done everything they could. Uh, This will be our last go ahead, and it's going to be the last hoorah for Mike Novell if this can actually happen. And, you know, we'll see. You know, does he want to go build his own legacy somewhere else? That just seems to be the case, kind of, for Florida State and what he wants, what Florida State former players like want to do. Devin Bush did that, wanting to uh, go to Michigan and just, seems like Florida state always gets the bad end of the stick with these recent legacies. Uh, I think they'll grab, I think they'll grab at least one of them with either Armella or Marvin Jones jr. This upcoming week. I don't know if they'll go two for two. If they go two for two, I'll slam a wine bottle on the next show that y'all invite me to.
2: (laughs) Unfortunately, we're not going to have to worry about that. I don't feel like, but we can hope.
0: Always, yeah,
1: we optimism. can hope we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's
2: always optimism, but whenever I'm optimistic, I just get hurt, so I always assume the worst, and I'm never hurt.
0: Well, don't bring don't add in all your girlfriend and girls' problems either into that, it only adds up from there.
2: All this could have been avoided, all right, boys. On, girls on game day show, all the girls
0: the- on game day could have been avoided. He would have. Been. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need to bring that back. We need, might need to bring that back. But- no, I'm not gonna. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. There. There There's
1: there's a point like when when that first started that like I was out partying when I still lived in Tallahassee that like I went out and I met JC. She was really fucking cool, dude. Love mm-hmm. love JC. Had a great time. With her. we went out, um, partied, went to township, and had a great time. So um, those girls are awesome. Like if, mm-hmm. if you all bring that back, I would absolutely love that. But. I understand. There's there's some you know extenuating
0: circumstances that something things. Girls on tribal
2: Baholics. Let's make it happen.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say with your Girl, hair on that, with Your hair getting that long enough, Ben, might be able to put you on the show, dude.
2: Logan, if you're jealous, just say so. Like
0: <laughs> I am. I don't think I could rock the long hair. I don't think I could. Oh, I'm bringing it
1: back. You- it's in work. It's a work. In, it's a work in progress. Oh, it's but coming. She, the long hair is coming back.
0: Uh oh. It's gonna be yeah, awesome. in like what, like eight months. Sorry, it takes. Yeah, it's patience. gonna
1: be. It's good, It's gonna be. It's gonna be raining in Tampa very soon. It's gonna
0: be raining. <laughs> What's well, gonna be raining? Could be that could. This fucking dollar of... bills mm. in the club. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I hope I'm invited. Yes, yeah, so just I'm head one over, head one over one to one the Mons. <laughs> what do you say, Ben? I don't even know what he said.
2: Don't worry about it.
0: I'll, don't worry. I'll go back and listen. This was a me- hour forty mark. Perfect. I'll go back and all listen. All right. Yeah,
1: we're getting, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting late. Um. All right, Ben. Um, you got the preseason Heisman and playoff predictions that we have. I don't have our Heisman predictions, but I have our playoff predictions. All right, let's go over them. I know Logan wasn't a part of it, but you can tell us how stupid we
2: are.
0: All right. I love doing that. So um, we're gonna start with Caleb.
2: He had you almost got this one right. He had UGA beating Cincy. Which you know he's two for two. And then he shit the bay. He said Texas AM over Oklahoma, you know. They beat Alabama, they did their job, but not your best, not your best one.
1: Dang. Just
2: missed.
0: And then your Just national championship
2: now. is Georgia over Oklahoma.
0: Oh, uh, you're you know, close. You're not- then
1: Christian had hey I, my my natty's still alive. So who's your husband? My uh,
2: my husband was Corral. It's not bad. You're looking good Ooh, for a yeah. second. Christian he keeps saying he had Georgia, but um, in our thing he has Ohio State over Oregon, and then Oklahoma over Bama, and then Ohio State over Oklahoma. Oof! Christian shot the bat on that one. Terrassen. <laughs> So here's where the good playoff predictions are. Oh, Alabama over Ohio State. So one for two. Then I had Oklahoma over Georgia. Then I had Bama over Oklahoma. And my Heisman was Bryce Young. So Bryce Young's about to win that on Sunday and or Monday, whenever it is, maybe it's Saturday. And then Bama's probably yeah. gonna beat Cincy and then Michigan in the championship. So I'm I'm looking good on that one.
0: Wow. I told I said, I said look at you.
2: I said it in the beginning. The first show when we did our broadcast, I said, Georgia's got talent, but I'm not going to bet against Nick Saban. And I actually put money against Nick Saban last week knowing I said that, and I lost it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just did that to yourself. That's the worst it's feeling ever. You, well, Listen, you already told not, I got a
2: five to win ten futures on Alabama. So. Well, it kind of it looks like
1: I have the best odds to be right, honestly. How? Because I've got two out of four. Still I had in. two on
2: four.
1: Okay. Well, but you have your guys losing to each other. So, like, you're fucked.
2: No. my I had Georgia losing and then Alabama beating Oklahoma in the championship. You have Georgia beating Cincy, you're two, right? And then Georgia beating Oklahoma. So it comes down to Georgia, Bama again between me and you. Ah, shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll take it.
1: I'll take it. All right, Ben, another thing for you. Introduce uh, the Bull Pick'em. I think we have changed our minds of what we were going to originally do. We were just originally going to do us, you know, well, not us three, but our other co hosts. We were just going to do a Bull Pick'em and then, you know, put out, you know, our records to everybody. But I think we're opening it up. Are we
2: opening it up, Ben? I mean, yeah, I can do that. I got to oh. log then share my screen, then share, share the password.
0: <laughs> oh you're like giving away your password to like everything. I was like, god oh, yeah.
2: you didn't want to,
1: you didn't want to explain any of it. You just wanted to, you know, give the details. Oh yeah. I mean, I
2: guess I can do that part too. If you let me pull it up. <laughs> <Jesus>. Jeez, <dude. laughs> like, I'm pulling it up right now. Oh god! Look,
0: this is why everybody's here. I mean, look at that. This is a fun Wednesday night. I mean,
2: <laughs>
1: for all of you way. who don't know, Ben does the least amount of work possible.
2: Well, guess who made guess <laughs> for the, guess for the made podcast. line this week? Guess who made the outline
0: this week? Someone give him. Because you were
1: pissed off one day and decided. To, uh, and decided, Someone. <laughs> decided
0: oh, God, I'm seeing yeah. myself like 80 f- and times. I'm an aneurysm. You don't get to be on here.
2: Only I get to be on here. So it's um, it's this one right here. It is tribal hologs podcast. That's the name. It is private. I think I can turn it I can change that. That's me. Max entries is gonna be one. We're not doing three, because if you need more than one member to be good, then you're not good. Like do better. How do I change this? Oh, the password? There it is. We'll make it public so you don't have to remember the lowercase H of the password. Oh thank God. But yeah, it's right here. Join it. It's a confidence pick, you know. You'll go in, and you'll make your picks like this. Very simple, very simple concept, you know. And, you know, you have Middle Tennessee over Toledo, you know, points for win. If I think Toledo's a block, you know, I'll put them there, you know. They're my highest points. They're all the way down here. So, basically, each one you get right. If Arkansas beats Penn State, I get 37 points. Oklahoma State beats Notre Dame, 38. All that jazz, and you know. The highest amount of points, they win a very special gift, which is a postcard from me. Well,
1: I think your we on should it? do is we have- if whoever joins it, if if you guys are watching, you're joining it, um, we'll probably make a post on Twitter about it as well to put it out there to everybody who, you know, might have not been tuning in tonight or didn't have the chance to. Um, whoever wins, I think we, I should be able to send them, you know, a, a free Tribeholics oh, koozie. I want to put $10 yeah. on
2: it? take people's money, but you know. Not everyone's down for that. Yeah. Well, you, you can't
1: really do that when it's when it's a public sphere of, of people. It's kind of hard to kind of group that together. So all right. we'll just I'll Let's just give away. Maybe maybe I'll send maybe I'll send five koozies. Make it worth your while. You know, Logan you, will
0: throw some Chick-fil-A. Never to be have <laughs> yeah. The ones that won't work for you. I mean, I, I I've never heard of Chick-fil-A not taking a coupon. So I this is news to me. I don't know what goes down in Alabama, but I was going to say, if you do send a pit postcard, you got to put your cologne on it and your hairspray. Let them get the real feeling and <laughs> oh, smell dude, it's of gonna you. It's postcard.
2: It's, it's
0: going to be a good postcard. <laughs> really
2: good. Uh, yeah. Don't yeah. show it to your mom. Don't show it to your children. You will get in trouble. It. <laughs> show it to adults, you know. Get my brand out there.
1: The brand, it's all about the brand. Um, and this to the cloud brand, nowadays. Try, yeah, I, it's all it's about, you know, putting putting the cloud out there, putting the brand out there, just doing your thing, man. That's what we do, that's what Ben does, that's what I do, that's what definitely Logan does. Oh, I mean, man. Logan's brand is huge. Um, wow. speaking of which, shout out, shout out Noel Game Day. You see me wearing the hat, Logan's got his hat on as well. Y'all go follow Noel Game they're Day, they're affiliated. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll be I'll mute your ass for a damn week in the damn discord right now <laughs> They're hey,
1: affiliated uh with Sports Illustrated they put out some great fucking content um it, it's amazing from articles to um the Hear the Spear podcast they do amazing stuff guys so go check out Um, their articles and everything go follow no game thing on Twitter. Um, I just went ahead and gave Logan his shout out. So he's not even have to do anything for a sign off, but, um, (laughs) my name is Kale Skinner. I I'm your main host creator of tribeaholics. Yes. I'm going to start claiming that as like like, my
0: creator of tribeaholics. You can follow me
2: on Twitter. Co-host. That's what you sold me on. Co-host.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to have a conversation after this.
2: I'm uh, the main
0: host!
2: Uh, <laughs> what am I, the assistant to the regional manager that of assistant regional manager? Is, is this what we're getting to?
0: you might as well be oh, like a yeah. cheerleader. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you did that way too good. He... Your technique was almost perfect. I'm a little worried.
2: <laughs> I know, our Wait, You host. guys can oh, me. follow me.
1: You guys can follow me at CHS No. Obviously follow the holics on every single platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube at holics. It's everything holics for us. Um we appreciate you tuning in. Any last words, boys? And I'm gonna toss it over to Logan first because he's a lot nicer than you, Ben.
0: Man, I get to go before Ben. Well, appreciate you guys a ton for inviting me. It's always fun jumping on here and actually getting a drink with my co-hosts. Like I said earlier, my co-hosts on Here the Spear uh, don't really drink, so someone's got to be the man and grow some hair on their chest and drink, so I'm excited that I got to come on here with you guys and and hang out. Always fun inviting me, Caleb, and definitely love what y'all are doing and always in the community helping us out on Null Game Day and giving us a hard time, and it's always a fun time with y'all, so definitely appreciate y'all for having me as always it's going to be uh it's going to be fun next next week for you guys too with all this stuff going on so it's good for everybody i love i love all these different kinds of shows that's going on i think it's great for the community and definitely an fsu twitter so appreciate it gentlemen fuck the
2: steelers that's my last one oh yeah yeah <laughs> uh,
0: i don't even know, Do you know a, what, what's okay. your team
2: the chargers who beat y'all bitch <laughs>
0: The Chargers? That's right. I forgot that you're one of those, one of those like had to pick as many FSU players as they can on one team and no, go it's for because them. Because like,
2: Caleb, sorry ass organization, got rid of Jameis and signed Tom Brady. So I left the Bucks.
0: So where you to okay, the that's a
2: sorry. So that's a sorry.
1: That's a sorry ass organization. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you downgraded a quarterback.
0: Oh, there was, <laughs> was definitely a downgrade for sure. I do agree with Ben there. There was a downgrade and
2: system quarterback. Disgusting.
0: There's a reason. Well, I mean, system
2: works. System, system works, boys. Go, Bucks. It's a Mickey Mouse COVID year at Super Bowl. It doesn't count.
1: <laughs> Fire the fucking cannons, boys.
2: Gosh, you sound so <laughs> sad. When you say that. <laughs> at least you Bucky don't can- wave a little yellow rag around. <sighs>
0: Oh, whoa, that is true. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just beat the Ravens. No one was expecting the Steelers to win that game and just come (laughs) out and beat them and then get ready to go on a run where we can get at least three wins out of these next four. I'm not even nervous. Big bit. Your quarterback should be in prison. Prison? Yeah. Well, I I'll, I'll tell you what, guys. My fingers do hurt with how many rings I do have on. Like I can barely lift this <laughs> left arm right here. That's oh yeah, well, I got I'm zero
2: because I'm not a part yeah. of the team. What position did you play for the Steelers?
0: <laughs> uh, I played number one. I played starter at <laughs> Clout cheerleader. So I'm clout the Clout cheerleader for Big Ben <laughs> and his route. entire. Yep, yeah, I'm as I'm, I'm, I'm the I'm part of the promotional team. The Steelers have hired. It's all under uh, under wraps, so we kind of work um, anonymous. But I'm doing a really good job this year with my numbers.
2: I'm really
1: proud of you. There you go. Proud of well, you. Definitely proud yeah. of you. Yes. Well, guys. Bucks, fuck the box. um thank you logan as always brother um i love you man the first time we met i knew we were gonna be boys um uh, it, it was an awesome time man i appreciate you every time that you know you come on to our show and i always show love showing you guys love over there at little game day so as always thank you for coming on i know didn't thank you beforehand so i needed to do that and get it off my chest you should Look be that. privileged that we invited
2: him mm-hmm.
0: Talking to me? It's love all the way around. Yeah, I was talking to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to send Ben. He's got a test to do. I mean, Jesus, he got to help this kid. Yeah, Ben. Ben, ben.
1: Ben's got a bedtime. Ben's got a bedtime too. So um, you might as well just go ahead and end it here, so he can take his test and then get into his comfy sheets and have his dad tuck him in and everything. So, um, guys, thank, thank, thank y'all um, for tuning in to another episode of of Holics. <laughs>